Full Service Radio. GTFO Radio. My name is Allison Lane. And I am Paige Listener. GTFO Radio is a show where we discuss pop culture and politics and all things that are fabulous to us. How are you feeling today, darling? Uh, I think I feel better than I have. Okay. I feel a little bit more awake than usual. <laughs> Still quitting smoking. That's very good of you. Yeah. Um, today is March 24th. Second? 22nd. 22nd. Okay. <laughs> Yay. March 22nd. It is the second day of spring and it was snowing yesterday. Yeah. Fucking Here in Washington, D.C. It's just full trash. I don't even know how much snow they got further north, but Girl, sorry. <laughs> um, for some reason, Fred Durst has been on my spirit. Um, I thought it was his birthday. It is not. It is. So. <laughs> so how are we going to segue that into our show? Because that can't be a Whoppers? topic. Whoppers? I don't know. Whoppers. <laughs> Whoppers. Uh, facts. I have an extra Whopper if anybody needs it. You have to come now. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry. Okay, so we do have a jam-packed show today. And I think our topic is Winklevoss. What? What? Winklevoss. I don't know what that is. Is that a new menu item at Burger King? <laughs> she goes up to Burger King and goes, can I get a Big Mac? <laughs> I did. <laughs> they were like, uh, do you mean Whopper? They're like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Your money's no good here, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, You've I'm offended not- the king. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what the fuck that is. So. You don't know who the Winklevoss twins are? No. Facebook. I'm so lost right now. Farmville. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What? Keep going. Keep I'm going. hip. I'm with you. Thank you. Jack knows what's up. I do not. Which entourage character are you? <laughs> These are some of the quizzes you may have given Facebook permission to use. Yeah. Uh, Privacy. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. What is Winkle? Winkle Boss twins say I tried to buy Facebook or some dumb shit. Uh, Harvard, Cambridge. Okay, I don't. (laughs) What is Harvard's like mascot? Like an owl? (laughs) Money? (laughs) Just fucking stacks of cash. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Harvard mascot? Let's Google that first, and then that will be our topic for today. Since Winklevoss didn't work and it was perfect. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, It's a fucking dude. It's a dude. A uh, rich white dude. <laughs> pilgrims. So you guess the same thing. So pilgrims. Um, all right. Well, I guess. Think of what pilgrims are and not what an act. I mean, I guess well, what pilgrims do. Pilgrims come from England. <laughs> okay. They Continue. Come, they come from England and they 
go to other places and say that they uh, discovered it and now own the land, even though there's already people there. Yes. So how does that relate to our show today? Man, this is hurting my brain. You, you went too far. <laughs> this Whopper is delicious. There's mayonnaise on here. Oh, I love mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is great. Mayonnaise is so good. Um, I don't know. All right, so Cambridge Analytica, which is a firm from England, okay. went into this app, this third-party app that users used via Facebook, giving them permission to access their data. Then they, this app ended up collecting data from people who didn't give permission. Okay. And then Cambridge Analytica took it and was like, well, this is mine now. I'm going to use it and exploit it. Like a pilgrim would. Yes. The land. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so next pilgrim topic. Trump? <laughs> well, he's a full pilgrim. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> then Facebook. Well, okay. We're going to talk about how this data firm in England, Facebook, and the Trump campaign and are all related and how it probably affected you, our 2016 election. It's like a really intense topic. It's being talked about a lot, and there's so many different parts to it that we just sort of figured we should spend a lot of the show discussing it. Facebook has been a huge uh, component to us figuring out our ideals, a way for us to share information and organize. Um, and it's a little, discon little, I guess a little bit more than disconcerting that what we thought was free and wonderful is completely contrived and compromised. Yeah. So... Sort of like pilgrims were. <laughs> okay, there we go. Thank you. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Full circle, we got there. All right, so let's get our, uh, should we do a little quick news roundup rundown for the week? Yeah, and then we can get that. to all of the Facebook's issues. It's going to be a heavy topic, so you got to get your Whoppers now. Got to get your Whoppers in. All right, starting <laughs> with the news roundup. Can that be the new news sound? I think that's like a news sound, right? Yeah. All sounds right. important. Yeah. News. <laughs> Newsy. Uh, all right. So you remember iHeartRadio? Yep. Um, so iHeartRadio, which has like, I don't know, over 800 radio stations in our country, like actual FM radio stations, mm -hmm. uh, filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> 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 really glad that was there <laughs> i know because like who fucking cares like the radio okay we have like five iHeartRadio radio owned radio stations here in dc and they all suck yeah yeah they really was, suck so what was their umbrella company used it used to be called something else it was iHeartMedia. iHeartMedia. media so i heard what's media. the second one I heart dick. I heart Huckabees. <laughs> you both suck. <laughs> uh, Cumulus and Cox Radio are the other two big ones. I can't remember the name of the other. Never mind. Continue. Oh, Clear Channel is what I was thinking of. Clear Channel. Clear Channel. Which owns like every single yeah. billboard and like bust up advertisement. They own everything. They monopolize the radio stations. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... They are saying they're not getting rid of a bunch of radio stations, but they totally are. 
they were just saying that so that all the employees don't freak out. Um, I think what they're... So they're going to be selling off a bunch of radio stations and then they're going to start focusing on like a local edge with their radio stations. That's like the only way that they can see themselves competing with, I guess, podcasts. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> mm. Internet radio, yeah. Weird. Yeah, so I guess if there is a iHeart radio station in your area, chances are those DJs are getting fired. And if you want a job, keep an eye out for the <laughs> listing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm, I mean, ugh. I'm curious. Because, like, uh, remember when we were young, there was, like, all these, like, street teams. And, like, yeah. radio's influence was endless I got it so how is that going to translate into radio promotion I don't know so like they're gonna get people that you know they want like disc jockeys that come in and talk about like the local high school football game that happened on that Friday I don't give a fuck about that that shit no but like local towns would oh yeah like smaller towns you know so that's what they're trying to do be like they do that here in Washington DC which I find interesting yeah they often report when High school football games. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Uh, somebody congratulated Putin. Yeah, that was really bizarre. Um, <laughs> so Putin claims he was reelected as president of Russia. Uh, lots of allegations of voter fraud going on. Of course, um, Trump was advised not to congratulate Putin on his quote-unquote win um, but he does what he wants. He did it anyway. Dicks out. And then I guess he was mad that the press found out that he was told not to do it and he did it anyways. So fucking stupid. It just sounds like a little kid. <laughs> um, Putin also says that Russia is going to beat NASA and find water on the moon. Whatever that's worth. What? I don't know. He's just trying to flex real hard. I just They're just saying a bunch of crazy shit now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's Wi-Fi on the moon, so... Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. It's like, oh, you're going to put Wi-Fi? I'll find water, because that is more important. <laughs> oh. Um, and some positive news. 21 Savage is starting a bank account campaign. I love this so much. I love 21 Savage, and I also love the bank account song. Yeah, no, I thought this was really, really important. Um, he's trying to promote financial literacy so getting yes. people to understand like what credit cards are how they trap you with interest rates and yearly rates um stuff like that and he said that you know when he started making money he noticed that like all these people who had lots of money they weren't wearing stupid shit like insanely expensive jewelry uh-huh. and he was like damn that's such a waste of money you should be putting your money in things that are going to make you more money. Um, saving it, not spending it, doing wiser things. And he realized that, you know, you're not really taught this stuff. You're not. Especially in the black community. Um, financial literacy is a huge, huge issue. Um, we don't really value investments. And I think a lot of black communities... Um, have not been able to get to the point where they're able to make investments. So you make those micro investments in fashion and in cars and in things that don't really accrue interest or things you can't pass down to your 
your children. Yeah, and then there's also like the whole um, check cashing companies that prey on low income uh, neighborhoods. They mm-hmm. usually see them there, and like people just think you do that instead of getting a bank account. Yeah. So, well, I hope the future has plenty of M's in their bank account. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Whopper. (laughs) So we all know that um, Stephen Hawking passed away. Yeah. Uh, It recently came out that he had one last theory that he was in the middle of developing. Was it a Whopper? Um, Yeah, it was how the Whopper is actually a Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, it was this. It's this multiverse theory. Crazy. Uh, that he completed two weeks before he died, and he probably would have gotten a Nobel Prize for it, but you can't get a Nobel Prize if you're dead, so it's kind of sad. Oh. Um, yeah. So how, I mean, do you understand how it works? I, like, I wrote, I wrote this down, like, last week, and I can't really remember. Um... But it discusses how we might be able to detect parallel universes. Do you, I don't even want to get into it because it's like really... It's really complex. And uh, it, it sounds like... Um, I, I, I briefly dabbled in pretending I understood what string theory was and all that other shit where there's multiple layers to the universe and parallel universes and shit. Yeah. It's very interesting. I suggest smoking some weed and figuring it out for yourself. Yeah, I guess his the paper he wrote about it is still being like peer reviewed. So maybe mm-hmm. when it's done, we can uh, go over it on the show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> maybe it'll be ready by uh, four twenty. <laughs> it can be like our weed show. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. Um. In other news, so do you remember those kids that were trying to sue? The government over climate change. No. So this started, I guess, like last year. These kids were trying to sue the Trump administration for failing to combat climate change um, because it's like going to kill people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they, the Trump administration, fought back, saying they like don't have a case. So they were trying to. basically like halt like stop the case from moving forward before it got like more traction um and did they pay these children no the trump administration actually lost so the case <gasps> is going to move forward fantastic yeah these babies are our future they are saving us man i'm like damn they did that like <laughs> i don't even want to wake up in the morning <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, just a side note. I figured out this morning that everybody born before 1986 can run for president in the 2020 what? election. Yeah, we'll be 35. No. 35 oh, 2020, yeah. Yeah. So think about that. If you have any friends that uh, failed at the Occupy Wall Street movement. Oh, my God. Who have some money or you know some sort of clout now. Oh, my God. Uh, encourage them to run for president. I was thinking we should we should register our own political party called GTFO. <laughs> or that. And then we just have like one landing page where we like have our demands. 
What would be number one on this list of demands? Um, I would say faster railroads and a better railroad transit system throughout the country. Reparations. Uh, so <laughs> the Austin. We need trains <laughs> and money for black people. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh, so that Austin terrorist bomber, or as they say in the news, um, that nice, quiet man who made bombs at his house and sent them to brown people, he has blown himself up and he's dead. Yeah. I don't. I'm so annoyed with this story. Uh, So as we mentioned last week, uh, two black men... Uh, in early March, were killed by package bombs sent to their homes. Uh, then after that, two people are sorry. Was it two Latino? It was. People? It was a like an elderly Latino woman, and then the cyclist. Okay. And then the package that blew up in the FedEx facility. Yeah, and then they f- they found another two that were still. In the facil- FedEx facilities that were like on their way, were they to brown people? They didn't. They say. didn't say. No, of they course didn't. not. Well, they didn't say who it was supposed to be for. Probably because I don't know. They're still like looking into it. So, because like so far they don't have any like they're saying they don't have any motive. They can't figure out why. Well, they found a video of him this morning, so they do have a motive now. They're just not going to release it. They found a 25-minute video of him explaining why he... They're not, are you just saying that they're not going to release the video? No. Hmm. Or his motto. Because then that would, you know, prove that he's a fucking terrorist. Yeah. I'm playing a little bit of conspiracy theorist here. I don't... Well, I just think it's odd. Because, I mean, I'm with you. I think it's odd that the amount of information that we have on who this person is for the... Um, bombs in Austin and then who the uh, Las Vegas shooter is mm-hmm. and how like the profile is that they're like these quiet people that are like you know low key have these like conservative views like whether they're like pro-gun or like anti um, gay marriage when like they could be and that kind of fits the profile of these like crazy like right wing conservatives, but they're but they not. Can't they're identify not, like, them as yeah, as terrorists. Not saying that they're just sort of like picking out these like one thi- these like. like but he's a good guy. Support. Yeah. But he's a nice guy. He's just quiet. He just quietly wrote those those weird comments on that page that he wanted to kill all the people. Yeah, because I feel like we haven't really gotten any more information on the Las Vegas shooter either. I mean. I think New York Times just put up um, something about him today, which I didn't. I haven't gotten around to reading it, but it's still like there's definitely something suspicious here, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to withhold like this like crazy white male conservative narrative, you know? Because it's like they don't know what that would. They maybe like the FBI thinks that if that. If that starts becoming the story in America, like it'll further divide us and like cause more chaos or something. So uh, I'm not really sure. What's that? Two two uh, smart brothers. 
they put out an article yesterday. It was called Why Are White Men So Angry? <laughs> and the first comment I read was from a white guy. He was like, we're only angry when we're provoked. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You just <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? <laughs> it's uh it's funny how it's always somebody else's fault or like it can somehow be downplayed. Yeah. But people need to be responsible for their own mental health, good or bad. And the behaviors and actions of, that follow said um, mental health issues. Yeah. Get your shit together. Uh, Quit fucking up. All right. And finally, something oh. that <laughs> conservatives probably won't be happy about either. Great. A new study finds that abortion rates go down when countries make it legal. So abortion rates go down. So it doesn't lead to prom- promiscuity? Is it, that what you're saying? Yeah, and it doesn't oh lead... Oh, my God. It actually leads to less babies being killed. Are you if saying... If you want to look at it that way, Christian Republicans. Here's what's bananas. Are you saying that when you give people the proper resources to take care of themselves, they actually take those actions to take care of themselves? Yeah. What the fuck? So you could see it as like when you have abortion rates or abortion legal in countries, what's also available is information on pregnancy and f- the idea of family planning. And when you equip a citizen with that kind of, kind of knowledge and access, they end up making choices that are in favor of a child. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Man, information is some shit, huh? I know. It's insane. It's insane. Let's take a little break here, and then we're yes. going to start our whole pilgrimage. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to start a pilgrimage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ten bad bitches in a mansion. Rich on Millie Rock, them diamonds on me dancing. When you working hard, then your money start expanding. I got model bitches want to leave me This is a remix by Rectech, but all the characters are in what looks to be Japanese on SoundCloud, so I don't know what it's called, Rec. But it's on your SoundCloud. And I'm sipping on that cold not brandy. I'm just starting on my ex bitch. Huh? I'm just flexing on my ex bitch. Hold up. I'm just starting on my ex bitch. Hold up. I'm just flexing on my ex bitch. Fuck a wedding ring. Full service radio. I said I'm always stunting on my ex bitch. <laughs> Constantly stunting on my ex bitch. Hey, welcome back. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Have you heard? I'm on full service radio here at the Line Hotel. Thank you. My name is Allison Lane. I'm Paige Plissner. I don't think we introduced ourselves in the beginning, did we? We did. Oh, tight. But you know who we did not introduce? <gasps> is it Dottie? It's Dottie. <laughs> Hi, Dottie. My dog is here again. Yes, she is. Today, Dottie is rocking the naked dog look and also the begging dog look. We have um, a wonderful meal um, provided by the fast food restaurant across the street, and Dottie likes French fries. She does. She loves French fries. Wonderful dog, just like us. Okay, so um, I'm still gonna stick with pilgrims. Let's get into this Cambridge Analytica because I don't understand what that means. All right, so this is what we're gonna get into uh, for the rest of the show. We're gonna connect Cambridge <coughs> Analytica. 
um, Facebook, the Trump campaign, um, and even Russia. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> um, all right, so Cambridge Analytica is this UK company uh, that originally started as a different company um, with a background in military intelligence and psychological warfare. Already a problem. Yeah, and they had experience in conflicts like Libya and Afghanistan. Um, They had helped a lot of countries in Africa. Uh, People are saying even the Philippines, um, to Southeast Asia. Uh, They helped a lot of the current leaders get elected. Um, They're even starting to say that they're responsible for the genocide in... Uh, r- what is that? Rwanda? No, not Rwanda. Well, you said R. R- <laughs> I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's, funny. it's really bad. Um, oh. Because this is a data firm. Ugh. Uh, so around five years ago, the company started building voter profiles based on information gathered from social media websites. Okay. And Robert Mercer, who's like this crazy rich dude um, involved with Trump, and his daughter and Steve Bannon ended up investing millions to create the U.S. spinoff of the original company. So that's Cambridge Analytica. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Yeah. So they saw what they were doing. We're like, tight. Let's we're going to give you a bunch of money. Um, So it's this company that combines data mining and data analysis with strategic communication for the electoral process. Founded by Steve Bannon and Robert Mercer. <laughs> um, officially, I guess they would say they have uh, affected elections in Nigeria, Argentina, Czech Republic, Kenya, <coughs> India, the U.S. They go on to list Brazil, um, China. Well, not Chinese elections, but campaigns in China. Um, it's like pretty far reaching. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So why does Cambridge Analytica suck? I, I think it was pretty clear from your first so explanation. Besides the fact that, so let's say, so the whole idea of this like military intelligence and psychological warfare and like, um, manipulating countries it's something that we've been doing. Like, governments do it a lot behind the scenes. We just don't really talk about it. And people aren't completely aware. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which is crazy. So there's probably other firms doing this. But they claim that they're using fair and ethical tactics. Okay. As one would. Yeah. When they're doing these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, which they aren't. So this uh, Britain's News Channel 4, that's what their like news channel is called, News Channel 4, they went undercover posing as a potential Sri Lankan client who needed help with an election. And then they filmed the interactions with the company. So this is how all of this is like starting to come out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the first two meetings, they discussed the general tactics, uh, such as intelligence gathering on opponents and creating campaigns that would provoke voters emotionally using their hopes and fears rather than facts. So 
you you can hear Cambridge Analytica discussing how it's important to play on potential voters' emotions rather than using facts. <laughs> yeah, so already you're kind of like, man, that kind of sucks because um, that's what propaganda is, right? Um, and they stress that they make it not look like propaganda because what they do is they remain anonymous. So they use, they don't use their, you're not going to find anything that says Cambridge Analytica is behind it. They'll use like another company that like s- and subcontract it. It's like very secretive. It's all secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, so after News Channel 4's fake Sri Lankan uh, person met with Cambridge Analytica a few times, they get to finally meet with the CEO, mm-hmm. Alexander Nix, who's someone you're going to be hearing about in the news. Um, and they, the News Channel 4 brings up <clears throat> if, you know, are you going to be able to bring up uh, like dirt on his opponent and, you know, so the public knows that they're a shitty person and uh, Nick says that they can do better than just digging up dirt, but they can also offer them a deal that's too good to be true, record the deal on video, and then either release it or use it for bribes. So mm-hmm. it's like entrapment. It's not, they're like, you know, staging this potential. They would like send in a developer who would offer them like a shit ton of money that they like couldn't refuse and then they would bring in girls and like record everything and have girls like be sent to their house and like make up these stories about the opponents okay and they said that they've done this before and it's worked because men are stupid but yes go ahead i mean yeah <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't work on it wouldn't work on a on bunch a of women <laughs> uh, um so that already is Super, super unethical and illegal okay. in most places. Um, and go ahead. I these people are <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. So then they discuss like how they end up like getting into like the bloodstream of the internet. So they and. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. We got this. Uh, so they don't, they end up like sending up like a bunch of fake identities online. They'll like pose as students or they'll like pose as tourists. And they use like ex spies who will like physically go and like pretend to be like other people. Ex spies? Yeah. Like, like people that like used to work for like the CIA or MI5 or. So yeah. this goes really deep. Yeah, it goes really deep. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. I'm my head's spinning a little bit because, on some levels, I'm not surprised, right? Because I feel like this is something that people with money have uh, grown very accustomed to doing. Oh, totally. In very interesting roundabout ways. And as you were talking, I googled the KKK like ruining elections. Yeah. And they basically got Ulysses S. Grant. Not Ulysses S. Grant. Um, what's his name? Who got elected president by the KKK um, in 1869? <laughs> I'm not well, sure. Well, basically, Cambridge Analytica is doing the same tactics that the KKK did in 1868. 
which is ridiculous during the reconstruction area. They played into people's uncertainty after, you know, the civil war and people not having money and they're not really certain how to they, you know, build after this, this great resurgence in like technology and the society. So they fucking tampered with elections and changed the course of history. Yeah, I mean, it's something that it's, you would do <laughs> if you know for a fact that what you stand for politically and what you want to get done in the government is something that would not actually be popular among voters. Because don't forget, Trump didn't win the popular vote. Not at all. Yeah. Um, so all of this is caught on camera. And it's the CEO who's admitting that they do all of these things which are illegal. Um, and they, Are they actually illegal or are they immoral? I mean, you can't, entrapment, you can't do that. But they did. Yeah, they did. Because it doesn't, it, the thing is, whoever they do it to, the video is going to be like so incriminating that even if it's out and you say, I was set up, no one's going to fucking believe you. Okay. Like, the damage would be done already. You know, even if, like, months later they have proof that it was set up and was a trap, the pu- it's already in the public's mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. That's So you're with me so far? I'm with you so far, but, like, I, I honestly, I can't get past... This feels like something like as a black American that I'm not not aware of that happens. No, like, I mean, it's something people's, people's fears have always been played up in elections. Like you've even seen voter suppression happening at a much higher rate uh, during this last election. People actually just going up and harassing people of color at the voting like booths like it was at yeah. polling stations. I'm sorry. Like it's. It's kind. It's what's really scary. It's really scary, and I'm I'm surprised that people don't know that these things are happening all the time. Yeah. So, well, I'll. I have a comment on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take a little break? Uh. Or do you want to keep going? We can keep going. I got through it real keep, quick. Keep going. Kill it. All right. So let's take this. And apply it to how Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2016, Trump's campaign basically had no money, was failing, and Robert Mercer and his daughter offered to inject a ton of cash into the campaign on the condition that they hi- that Trump hired Steve Bannon in Cambridge Analytica. They're so sick. So this was going to be like they were like, all right, you're going to use our company because they wanted to test this on a really large scale. So the U.S. elections. Um, And again, they were going to focus on winning with emotions and not facts. And how Cambridge Analytica breaks it down, because they say that they admit that they were the ones who handled all of Trump's campaign. They were the ones behind it. They like explicitly say it in the News Channel 4 video. Um, So it was a two-track campaign, right? So... They were focusing on swing voters who didn't, who were going to either vote, who didn't want to vote for Hillary. They wanted Bernie Sanders, so it was they were targeting a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters who were on the fence. 
Um, it involves a lot of micro-targeting swing voters in swing states because they would not have been able to win if they didn't focus on winning the electoral vote rather than the popular vote. Mm-hmm. So there's like another, you know, reason why we shouldn't have this electoral vote. Because it's trash. Yeah. Um, and they had, what they do is they have the candidate, all of the advertisements the candidate puts out is like, you know, more or less positive, not really um, negative. And they create the like really negative campaigns and have their affiliate companies uh, disseminate those advertisements. So remember how the whole defeat crooked Hillary was something that Trump was touting a lot during his campaign? Yes. That was something that Cambridge Analytica came up with. That was their branding. They made like a hundred videos that basically said that and described why Hillary Clinton was crooked um, without actually describing it. It was just saying that Hillary Clinton was crooked. She shouldn't be president. She killed people. They were like really stupid ads if you watch them. And then to counter it, they have this Make America Great Again. So what they ended up doing was they would, after these kinds of ads that would run, they would say, this is paid for by Make America number one. You know, things that couldn't, you wouldn't associate that Trump came up with it. You thought that it would be like a third party who was paying for the advertisements. When in reality, it was for Trump. Like Trump's campaign was behind this via Cambridge Analytica. (sighs) Yeah, Cambridge Analytica was subcontracting this work. And they they would use these proxy companies um, and they would have videos or advertisements that went on both sides. So they were really just trying to divide people which is how you conquer yeah and it's actually illegal which is you know why people people are like filing uh lawsuits um with uh what is it like a electoral whatever who's in charge yeah um because you uh trump isn't legally allowed to do something like that because it, you, any sort of like advertisement or like something related to the campaign has to explicitly say that it came from the campaign. So people are aware that it is, you know, like propaganda or like an advertisement for um, a political officer. Hold on one second, though. How, what did he gain from hiring Steve Bannon, though? Well, that was the deal just in order deal. for him to get the money for his campaign. Yeah. I am. Yes. <laughs> I, I, okay. I'm just, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed with this country. I'm so disappointed in people. I'm so disappointed in uh, influence. Yeah. I mean, they were really manipulating uh, the so many people. American public. So, you know what? The, I'm sorry to interrupt again, but like I feel like it's it's really exploiting something interesting in America, which is illiteracy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people feel like the New York Times is pretentious, but really they just don't know how to process information or do proper research. Yeah. Um, and the fact that people were 
running on the fact that defeat Hillary because she kills people I know. is enough to dismiss her as a proper leader and politician and representative for our country internationally uh, is more important than a man who is quite honestly a pro wrestler with a wig. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm disappointed and I'm nervous. I mean, you should be. So all of these like proxy companies that they were using to disseminate these kinds of advertisements um, lines up with, you know, Russia's role in using these troll farms on social media to disseminate similar messages. It's really fucked up. <laughs> they boast in the News Channel 4 video about, they don't say which country, but in the um, in Eastern Europe, how they had a campaign where their ex-spies went in completely undetected, like started the campaign and then left and no one knew that it was them. And there is this idea of on the on the border between Russia and I f- forget where. Uh, recently, they were claiming there was like this war. There were tanks everywhere. Like it was like justification. They were trying to make there's like all these rebels and there's like all this fighting and the people who lived there are like had, they were like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but it was reported in the news, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like. The same thing that's happening here in America where we are seeing like all of this, um, you know, really awful stuff happening. It's like this giant culture war. But is it it's as if it's being further provoked and egged on by people that aren't even fucking here. (laughs) Just pot stirs. Just. okay, Yeah. So I'm so mad. I'm sorry. As as this story progresses, the anger again. No, and I kind of just want to like crazy. go in a hole and not talk to anybody. I know. <laughs> All right. So now how this <laughs> how this gets into Facebook and shit, stupid face, Mark Zuckerberg, who's a true pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So in 2014, there was this app that this guy from Cambridge University named Dr. Kogan um, created called This Is Your Digital Life, and it was a personality quiz. I remember this. And you would link your Facebook account, and then you would take this quiz, and I don't know. Oh, my shit. God. Them bitches did it. Yeah. So, oh, they set me up. So this is how Cambridge Analytica actually got all of that it, this information <laughs> to be able to do this. So they would not have been able to do any of that if it weren't for this. So there were like around 270,000 users who signed up to take this quiz. They were like, sure, I'll do it. Um, What ended up happening is that the app then went to those users' friends. And if you had anything that was public, it would take that information. So it would take your friends, maybe your friends' friends who were public and just keep going until it eventually had, you know, 50 million users' information. So everything you liked, uh, everything you commented on that was public, it had. So this was before Facebook actually updated their privacy terms. If you remember, there was that whole you need a... Facebook was like, oh, here's... You should do privacy checks. 
not you know not fucking telling us that there is a reason why they ain't shit you know those people that live in Appalachia and like in caves and have guns and just kind of be like by themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it yeah I know <laughs> I get it now because I definitely did that this is your life uh your digital life thing I remember doing that yeah that yeah so you and then all your friends and Yo, your friends friends I'm sorry I got played because it went from like, it was supposed to be like a fun thing it went from like half a million to 50 million so only half a million of those people agreed to having their information like dissected so if you think about it if someone were to tell you hey ask you hey is it okay if we use your information from your social media so that we can then micro target you and show you advertisements to manipulate you into voting or not voting for a certain candidate you'd be like fuck that right (laughs) (laughs) like that's what this is and that's how you have to think about it so maybe there should be a class action lawsuit for people who did this thing for you yeah, I mean, they're like my fucking information. It's still unfolding. They're trying me. to figure out like what they can legally Shit. do because it's you know there's there like needs to be rules in place to make sure shit like this doesn't happen because it's been happening. Does anybody know how much this costs yet? Because this sounds really expensive. I mean, it costs us our democracy. It's like it's completely undermining democracy. Yeah. Well, people are. well, Facebook's being sued now by the shareholders. Yeah. Because they made materially false and misleading statements about the company's policies and claims Facebook did not disclose that it allowed third parties to access data on millions of people without their knowledge. Oh, my God. So there's that. <sighs> so this is a problem the country's never seen before. We have... Not on this scale. That's the problem. It's... Yeah, it's I, always been more, um, I guess, visible. This is was like completely invisible to us. I don't even think it's been. I perhaps it's the cynic in me, but I, I don't think that anything politically speaking is authentic in this country. No, or we ever do has have been. like. I don't still think that people had access to the information to prove that they were being manipulated, especially on this scale before. Well, it's not just a problem with us, like, okay, we're going to delete Facebook. And the thing is, Facebook literally is the internet in countries. Mm-hmm. Like, literally is the internet. This is fucked up. Yeah. That's... How do you even win from this? How do you even come back? We've all been, like, they've used our brains. They've taken our feelings or taken our souls, and they've... <laughs> <laughs> they've manipulated us this is awful I know it really sucks <laughs> you know what doesn't suck <laughs> french fries french fries <laughs> here's to stress eating because that's about all we're going to be doing <laughs> that's yeah. really why America's the fattest country we stay stress eating from this crazy ass shit yeah yeah so I guess we'll see what happens moving forward i'm like sweating girl like this made my my muscles hurt yeah um honestly this is our full show yeah that's it we're literally out of time i'm literally out of time (laughs) i'm out of feelings i'm very upset 
Uh, I'm really not sure what to tell you guys to do as far as action wise, but definitely talk to your friends about this offline. Off. <laughs> offline. Yeah. <laughs> talk to people about this. Remember that you can run for office, likely, if you're listening to this show because you can afford to pay your bills and listen to the internet there's like way too many old people in office that don't understand technological warfare (laughs) not at all we need some regulations i don't know how to come back from this i don't i don't either i'm feeling a little helpless because we thought that the internet was our future and we thought that this was the way that we are going to overcome and and unite people and all this other utopian bullshit that's never going to exist yeah but then you it's like you know with the good comes the bad well, there's a hell of a lot of bad. Yes. So, <laughs> indeed. I don't even know what the fuck good lo- looks like anymore. Facebook, why don't you tell me what good looks like since you know all, all my thoughts any goddamn way? <laughs> Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. First of all, fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Can we change that the, to the name of the, the show? Yes. Yes. Cool. It's funny. He went on CNN to, like, apologize last night. And the whole time I was just thinking, like, he's literally, like, the little bitch of all these companies. <laughs> He's saying a little bitch. He said sorry, and it sounded fake, by the way. He's a fake-ass dude. Yeah. I love all the lizard videos. People I was just thinking he's a it. lizard. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls off his mask. <laughs> lizard motherfucker. All right. Uh, I, I need a shot of tequila. Yeah. I hope that that <laughs> helped and helped better understand what the hell all of this is it is is so i think we've talked about information fatigue before on this show Mm -hmm. uh and this is definitely something that is information fatigue inducing but it is important that you are aware of what is going on in this country and with Mm -hmm. the tools that you use to communicate with your friends your family Mm -hmm. Uh, delete facebook can we it's hard to but you can i just shut off like i deleted every app I went in like the connections and I started settings. doing that yesterday too. I, I deleted everything. Yeah. I actually disabled the ability for like apps to log in with Facebook. Yeah. Because yeah. But if you delete Facebook, you have to delete Instagram. Uh, really? Yeah. And yeah. if you delete Instagram, you also have to delete WhatsApp. Yeah. Well. well and whatever. if you delete WhatsApp, you have to delete. Uh, yeah, we're What's the other one that you use? Uh, if you've like connected your Facebook account to like your kayak or your amazon or all that other shit Mm -hmm. you have to delete those as well it goes pretty deep it does and now we have to make some tough decisions about how we want to uh, navigate our social sphere so follow full service radio on (laughs) facebook twitter and instagram (laughs) (laughs) would you like to go now yeah i guess that's it all right thank you so much for listening to gtfo radio my name is Allison. <laughs> I'm paid listener. We're live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern at fullserviceradio.org. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Search GTFO Radio. Or you can download our episodes from gtforadio.fullserviceradio.org. Bless you. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs>